Hello. Hi, little ones. This is Pastor Deborah. Yeah. We have been coming to you each week here on Agape Love, Love is Here's children's channel entitled for children of all ages. That even means your mama and papa, your grandma, yeah, your brothers and sisters. And you, no matter what age you are, you are a little one. That's right. And this is lesson for you today. Number nine. Yeah. Of 2022. I'm working hard to get you a word of encouragement for each week. Now, if you see some things that happen around my hair or my, oops, my hand disappears. It's because I don't have a green screen behind me. I'm using a motion video from Pixabay to help you see into the realm of the spirit. So sometimes my hand will disappear or you'll see some of the background behind me kind of pop through because I don't have a green screen. I really like not using one. They're very cumbersome, take up too much room. Maybe one day Zoom will create so we don't even have to have a green screen and it'll look really good. But, but until then, we just, Pastor Deborah, look a little strange at time. My hair will look a little different. Picture, see it back there when I put my hand? Sometimes the, my living room will pop through. But you just look past that. So let's get into this lesson. This is lesson number nine of the year 2022. And it is entitled, What are the words of joy? J-O-Y. For one's heart and spirit mean to you. Yeah, remember Pastor Deborah's a spiritual teacher. And we have to start off all with the same definitions of words. Joy, J-O-Y, could have lots and lots of meanings. But let's look at the Webster's Dictionary. It's the very one my son used when he was in the eighth grade. I'm, not, I'm still using it. It's a good dictionary. Let's look up the word joy, J-O-Y. It is defined. Let's look up the word joy, J-O-Y. But before we do that, what does Pastor Deborah always do before every lesson? That's right. We pray. Is there anybody out there, any little one, who would like to pray for all of us? To hear these words of spirit and life. Yes, you? Okay. Hi. I think I just connected with you on LinkedIn. You go right ahead, dear one. I'll bow my head. And when you're finished, I'll close this out. You go right ahead. Wonderful. Short prayers are great. 
Father, you heard this precious one's prayers about wanting to know what the word joy, J-O-Y, means. So they'll have a better understanding, not only in their spirit, of these words of spirit and life for them. And so that their soul may understand and be transformed. We ask you to help us through your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, that will teach us through Pastor Deborah and the words. We thank you for the Webster's Dictionary that we're going to use. We thank you for the authorized King James Bible that we're going to use. We thank you for Bixabay, this wonderful motion video. So help us, Father, to learn and grow in you and in your words of spirit and truth that will help set our spirit free, our soul free, and be transformed into what you desire us to have, the very mind of Christ, the very image and likeness of you in our spirit, our soul, and eventually the physical body. Yeah, that new glorified body we'll get when this old earthly tent These clothes called dirt give way to death. Help us, Father. We need everything you can give us. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If you notice, the video is showing light rays shining on Pastor Deborah, helping her to show me the way. Light comes from above to us. So let's get started. Webster's Dictionary defines the word joy, J-O-Y, as this. Number one, the emotion evoked, that means given to us that comes up by well-being. When we feel safe or well, by success or something good happens to us, or we do something good for others. Also, joy means it's a anticipated feeling, emotion, of success of something we desire to happen in the future. Number two, it means delight, happiness. Get a twinkle in your eye. You feel pleasant and peaceful. Number three, it's the expression or exhibition of such emotions. When you're joyful, you can sing, dance, jump, clap your hands all physically. Your spirit can just be smiling away, filled with peace and happiness. Number four, joy, J-O-Y, is a state of happiness. It's not a state of fear or trembling or vexation or torment. It's happiness. Something is making you joyful. Number five, it's a source. Joy is a source of delight, pleasure, contentment, peace, satisfaction. Number seven, it's a feeling of great pleasure, rejoicing, gladness. Number seven, you're happy. You're feeling joyful. There's good news coming. Or you feel relieved from pain or terror. 
and you are happy. So let's begin and look at some scriptures, as Pastor Deborah always does. The words of spirit for our spirit and words of truth and light and life that we must have. First, we go to these words go to your spirit. Then your spirit gets an understanding of them. Then your spirit speaks to, shines out to, reveals to your soul that part of you that a lot of people call your mental health, your emotions. Maybe they call it the real you that's connected to your biological body. So the spirit has to get this information, this knowledge, and accept it as truth. Then it reveals it to its own self, its soul, its helpmate. Now, the soul will have some trouble with this because it has different ideas of what joy is and how to get it because it tries to get it through the physical body. It tries to get it through control or oppression of others or sneaky, deceivious lies. Yeah. So the spirit has to learn it, then transfer it to the soul. And that sometimes the soul just does not want to believe it, accept it. Because it's telling the soul of you, you have to change the way that you get joy, your definitions of joy, what joy really is, not what you want it to be or think it has been, or what culture has taught you, or what you've learned by experience, or what your biological body wants. So there's a great battle, lots of teaching that has to go on on the inside of you for your three-part system, a kingdom, a land, to all be in unity with the same definition and the same thoughts and concepts. That's right. So we have a lot of work to do inside of ourselves, of our spirit, soul, and physical body. Let's go to our first scripture, Psalms 16:11. Psalms were poems and songs written by King David, the first king of Israel in the ancient times of Israel, back in the Old Testament of the Bible. Psalms 16, verse 11. This is King David writing to us, speaking to us. He says, you, O Lord, that was you, the Lord God of King David, of the land and the nation of Israel, says to you, little one, you will show, reveal to me. King David is saying this about God. Your path of life, these rays that you see are shining Onto King David in his spirit, for his spirit to know the path and the ways of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. When this light comes to your spirit, it brings with it, in it, the fullness of God's presence. And when you get the revelation 
Your spirit is filled with the joy that's in the presence, that's in the truth, in the concept that comes from Ahu, King David's God. At your right hand, at your right hand, on the side of your authority and dominion, your throne of the very kingdom of heaven, of your own heart, he says, are pleasures forevermore. He is saying, when I, King David, can sit at your right hand, I will be in your presence. I will know your joy. I will know what pleasures forevermore mean. Your presence, when it's in me, in my spirit, by your word, because God considers his right hand whoops, to carry his word to us. He says, when I get your word in me, in my spirit, it's as if I'm sitting on your right hand of your throne. You have revealed to me deep, deep inner secrets. And your very presence in me, with me, in your word, brings me pleasures, joy forevermore. Now let's go to Psalms 17, 15. Another one written by King David of the land and the nation of Israel. Verse 15. As for me, King David says to himself and to God, I will behold your face, your smiles of pleasure and delight in your righteousness, in your glory, in your presence and joy. He is saying, when I sit on your right hand and you bring your light of truth to me with your presence. Not only will I have joy in my spirit, I will see your face smiling at me, happy that I am receiving you, that I am believing you. I will be in a relationship with you. You will be happy, full of joy and delight in me for having your word in me. And I will be full of joy, delight, and pleasures forevermore because of your presence in me. And when I look at your words that bring me great joy in my spirit, I will see your own heart your face, your feelings for me in your word. I will be seeing your heart and your mind for me. David goes on and says, I shall be spiritually satisfied when my soul awakes and my spirit comes alive and out of the spiritual captivity and the bondage to the soul. When you give me a Hebrews 4.12. My Lord and Father and King. 
my spirit will be free. To have the fullness of joy. To see your face forevermore. To know the delight of your heart towards me. So help me, Father, to have a Hebrews 4.12. King David would know it as a circumcision. And he knew about that from the ancient days of Israel. The circumcision is a sign of the covenant of freedom and new birth between God and man. Mm-hmm. That's right. And what Hebrews 4.12 says is that the word of God, see it right there? The presence of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It has one side to defend and one side to protect and attack. It comes in like a knife and it cuts the soul so at the very top, way up here. So the spirit can come out freely and be free, divorced, severed from the captivity, the bondage, the marriage to the soul. And come on out. Come on out and be free. You think that will bring you joy forevermore. Pastor Deborah had it. And it's cleansed. It's like a baby being birthed out of the womb. Sometimes it's kind of traumatic because you've never been outside of the soul. And then the peace comes. Mm -hmm. That's what it's sort of like being birthed. So now King David takes us to another psalm. Psalms 48, 1 through 3. And all the references I'm going to give you are in relationship to the heart, the very center of the spirit and the soul. Verse 1. Great is the Lord, King David is saying, and greatly to be praised in the city, the heart of the spirit of our God. In the mountain of the high place of worship, your spirit. In the spiritual heart of man, in your spirit, God looks at it as a land, either of wilderness and desert, flat, no hymn, no presence, no joy, no glory, no truth. He wants to build a new city in there, put his throne room, his altar, his temple. And he wants to settle down spiritually in his words, as you see here, and help you develop new concepts to know truth in your spirit. Then your spirit takes that out to the outer court of the temple, your soul. And it transforms your souls. Your soul needs a lot of that. It has deception in it, lies, darkness, ignorance. It's full of pride and envy and jealousy and hate. All that needs to change. 
because your soul is connected to your physical body. And out through your mouth will come what your soul is thinking and feeling. God wants that all transformed. So your spirit, your soul, and your physical body are in his presence. Receiving truth and light. And will be a representative of him. Out here in the world of both the realm of the spirit and the natural realm. Verse number two. Beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole earth. Your physical body now. And the natural earth. And all of creation. The planet itself. The solar system. Will be. When Mount Zion. Inside of your spirit. The city of the Lord God. Is filled. With truth. Joy. Forevermore. And it has been built. And it's strong in your spirit. And God's presence is there. And that spirit then can shout out, speak out to the soul. Mount Zion is where God desires to live. Put his presence in your spirit. He calls it the city of the Lord God for himself. The very heart of you, little one, your spirit. Then on the sides of the city, on the sides of the north, the very place of his wisdom and guidance will be the city of the great king. Mm -hmm. In your spirit. Mm -hmm. That's how he looks at you, little one. Verse 3. God is known in her palaces. In her places of refuge and joy. In your spirit, God wants to build his palace of joy forevermore. Where his words rule. Where his presence is there. Where your spirit can run into, see his face, run into his arms. Where his joy is overflowing to your spirit. That's what he wants to do inside of you. Then he will help you to transform your soul. So the soul can be a helpmate to your spirit. And your soul then will give that joy forevermore to the physical body. And once that happens, you will see healing in the physical body take place. There's a war going on in people's physical bodies, sickness, diseases, because the soul has no joy. The soul has filled itself with sickness and disease. It has no delight except through deceptions and lies, perversion. It thinks what is good is evil. And it thinks what's evil is good. So the spirit has to get this joy and truth from the Lord. The very presence of God that shows the spirit the way to think and believe. 
and to come out of bondage through a Hebrews 4.12. Then the work can begin inside of you. Deep, hidden away. Rebuilding new concepts and ideas and thoughts. Building beautiful, beautiful gardens. Planting of trees of wisdom. All in your spirit. Through the very presence from the right hand of God and in the presence of God himself. He will build his own city inside your spirit where he rules and he gives wise counsel, wisdom to your spirit, truth and revelation. And your spirit gets so happy, full of delight and joy that you have that joy, that unspeakable joy in your spirit. Mm-hmm. And that is what joy is to us. And that ends this lesson. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, many who will be watching this or here today, they need your joy in their spirit. They need the Hebrews 4.12 so that you can come in with your presence by your word and bring truth and light. And your word can settle down and begin to bring that joy to them. Not as the world brings, not as the world offers to the physical body through food or sex or relationships. Not as the soul tries to get, but only through you, your face, your presence, your word, and your truth. Will the joy of the Lord be present and everlasting in their spirit? Help them, Father, if they desire it right now. Help them to receive you and your joy in their spirit. Give them a Hebrews 4.12 and be about your work of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62. For you, for the glory of the kingdom of heaven. The glory of a father with his children. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, we'll see you in next lesson. Lesson number 10 of 2022 on this YouTube channel for children. Entitled, For Children of All Ages. Love, Pastor Deborah. Bye-bye.